Welcome, everybody, to another Winning Wednesday edition of the Heat Ratio. I'm your host, Tony Cotillo, at Cotillo 23 joined by my co-host, John Coker, at PGHJohn36. And today, like we always start off every episode, is National Cheese Pizza Day. And I don't know about you, but I'm not a huge topping guy. Like the meat lovers and all that. Ah, not a huge deal, but I love a good cheese pizza, and I love the bubbles. The big bubbles oh. on the front. Yeah. <laughs> I love me some bubbles. I mean, and I'll tell you what, it was a hard thing. When I lived in the city, you could great had a great, I don't know how it is in Pittsburgh, but in the city of Philadelphia, you could get a great slice, great pizza pie almost anywhere deep in the city. Man, when I moved out to the suburbs, it was like, all right, where am I going to get my pizza from? Yeah. Because it was really hard to get a good slice of pizza. Yeah, yeah. I was actually just talking about that. I was at my uh, draft in Pittsburgh, and, you know, from from our original town and drafting, you know, on uh, Melvin's grandma's porch, like back in the day, you know Melvin's what I mean? Melvin's grandma's now, yeah, exactly. porch. I love it. Now everybody's moved out of town. Now they're even further in the suburbs. And they were saying the same thing. They're like, man. If there was a good pizza shop out here, it yeah. would make a killing. And they're talking about, yeah, get this dude to get a pizza shop out. You know what I mean? There's, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like. If you I, get it in the right spot, you make a killing. I don't know about you because I know you're Pittsburgh, you're suburbs. But in the city, for me and for you people listening, there's not like a Santucci's pizza. And I know Santucci's came out the suburbs a little bit. But, you know, from a Santucci's pizza, you know, Steve's cheesesteak chink steak well now it's called joe's but that kind of food is just synonymous with philadelphia and it's just not in the suburbs see you you said about the toppings you know the one thing that i mean i i like my stuff but when you get the pizza that's so overrun with toppings you're no longer eating pizza i know but i can't i like i like a good one topping like just one topping just give me a sausage i mean i could do a buffalo i was gonna say we just sausage steak i mean Oh, me, per- I just want pepperoni. Give me man. steak. Pepperoni. Give me Ooh. that extra grease. Extra grease. Oh, you yeah. want the artery clogger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I ain't one of them guys that, that <laughs> pats my pizza to get the grease off with a paper towel, all right? I want it dripping down my hand as I'm eating it. Uh, see, I you know what I hate about that? Two things, okay? And for the people who understand food preparation will we'll really respect this. So when I go to pick up a pizza, I can't. First of all, delivery can't happen for me because a delivered pizza is is a train wreck. So I have to pick it up. Either have to eat it there or pick it up. You know why? And when you pick it up, that box has to has to be held completely oh, yes. straight. Yes, because yes. you get home, you got yes. half a crust and half yeah. a cheese. Yeah, they, and no pizza. Yeah, the pizza's so hot and all the cheese just shifts everywhere. Yeah, and then it the whole thing's brutal. Ruined. It's done. Totally ruined. It's done. I so agree. I. So I. So. I was going to get on this later, but because we're on food, I just got to, you know, I have to vent a little bit. Every week I vent about something, right? I First of all, I just want to give a shout out and respect to anybody out there who cooks on a regular basis, stands over a grill, whether it be inside or outside, um, for, for a full-time living or whatever they do. Because I'll tell you what, this weekend, okay, you know, John, you know, we, we, we coach youth soccer, coach youth sports, and we have a tournament where... Uh, one day we work it, one day we watch kids play. So 
I volunteered to be the girl guy, who I thought, oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? So I thought this was going to be okay. That's going to be yeah. perfect, right? Why, no, I was, why does nobody want to volunteer yeah, to be a girl well, guy? I, mean, I love that, being a girl guy. Yeah, what's the average temperature in the... Let on, me tell you something. You know what I mean? On September I was there. 2nd? 6.30 in the morning, I start cooking pork raw and cheese sandwiches. Okay? 6.30 in the morning, we got done cooking around 5 o'clock at night. I've First of all, I've never witnessed such commotion over food before my life okay there was one point where i i literally we we were trying to stay on top of the rush and we got this mad rush i mean it was just like cheeseburger cheeseburger pork roll we had i have to tell you this we had this burger that had egg egg roll cheese and a hamburger on a roll dude it was it, it was really good but we had all these people in line and i couldn't catch up right so you know people yelling out orders i watched a guy literally take somebody's hot dog out of their hand and say yo i was first and like walk away like is it that deep man like i i cannot believe the such ignorance out there by the public like it was it was absolutely mind-boggling to me where you know i did have the people who you know are very respectful hey, these people that like dude you're paying two dollars for a cheeseburger this ain't the diner you know what I mean? This ain't Outback. It's a freaking kids tournament, for Christ's sake. And I'm sitting there. It's steaming. It's 90 degrees. I mean, you can see the sweat all my my forehead. And I'm, I'm busting my ass as much as I can to get these. And, and next thing you know, they're complaining. Ah, oh, you know, can I get one that's not as burnt? Can I get one that's a, like, cuz, you just paid 10 bucks for three cheeseburgers. Settle down. Go take your food and relax. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just I, I just can't. It was just a such a rough weekend. Uh, it was great because the, the kids won and they had a blast. But I just I don't think I'm ever going to volunteer to be a girl guy. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that in that heat. I I, I thought it was going to be a good job. I, I did, know. and I, and I was wrong. I'd, I'd but, rather be hey. on trash pickup. Now see, you get that's to drive a little I didn't want trash pickup. I didn't want trash pickup. But speaking of you know food and speaking of heat and speaking of trash pickup and duties and and we get into chores and now and now we're getting into favorites and we're getting into we talked about goosebumps last week and now we're getting in a real deal nfl football season and not more to get excited about than to watch your hometown philadelphia eagles get their championship banner raised they you know rematch of the playoffs against the atlanta falcons and thursday night tomorrow which i i can't believe it's tomorrow already it's it, it it's unbelievable how fast this football season's come and you know i'm not listen one thing i don't want to get into i'm not talking colin kaepernick signing with nike and i'm not talking about carson Wentz not starting week one all right we heard enough of that Good. all right it's enough it's beat to a pulp done nick Foles is your guy I'm not sold on Nick Foles right now. I, I you know, I he, he did win a Super Bowl. He was the MVP. I get it, but um, I just think I, I didn't like what I seen him out of the preseason. So I'm just kind of, I'm scared. Not scared. I'm concerned going forward into this game because I think uh, Atlanta has a very underrated defense, and I think that they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna cause some havoc for Nick and and the offense that's going to be missing. Alshon Jeffrey, and could possibly be missing Nelson Aguilar as well. So it, I think it's going to be a very interesting dynamic to see how this all plays out. Well, the Falcons are hungry. I mean, I I saw something uh, Julio Jones talking on, I think it was the NFL Network. You could just hear, you know, that these guys know what they need to do. They're focused. They're hungry. You have no Wentz. You have no Jeffrey. And, you know, Ajayi's 
probably going to play, but I'm, you know, yeah, I mean, barefoot or something wrong. Yeah, you, you, you never know. know. And I will say on that, the, the minute, you know, every time I swear over the past five, seven years, you hear some guy, uh, yeah, foot injury, foot injury. It always ends up being that, uh, that darn Liz Franck. Or whatever that, fracture uh, that nags them and saps Dawkins them had all that. Dawkins year had that. So long. many people have had that injury, yes. man. Well, and I mean, I'm sure it took away from him at D back, but like I'm talking from a fantasy perspective, right. uh, when the running backs get it, you're done. Didn't I? I think if I'm if I'm not, I think Staley had that yeah, as well. I think so yeah, that's a bad injury. It man. is. It is. Well, I still. With a giant, and I'm not saying that he has it. No, but, I know but that. But the point is, he's not. I mean, you got guys that could fill in, but when you're coming off of that and you're playing against a tough team, week one matchup, national attention's on you. You're defending. You're, you know, what I mean, this is your title that you're defending. You know what I mean? You're not coming in with all the guns ablazing week one. I mean, and let's not forget how that game ended too. Right. And you talk about Julio. Here's yeah. a guy who fell down in the end zone. Yeah. And he doesn't fall down. Could be a different story, right? So, I mean, listen, they got a huge chip on their shoulder right now, and they and they're gonna walk in here and they're gonna try to smack us in the mouth. So, um, hopefully, the Eagles are ready for it. You know, I, I, I I'm I, ready for football. I, that's I, I mean, no say, matter. Man. I mean, I just want to see a kickoff yes. and a play that yes. matters. I mean, I want to see some. I want to see some oh. good football. I don't. Good football is any football. You know what I mean? In reality, it's not like they're going to – they sure as heck ain't going to play to a 5 nothing. What was it? 5 – what was the score? Oh, the Browns game? game? Yeah. That, was, five, that was horrendous. Was it 5-3? Five, 5-0? Five, five five, five I don't know. It was terrible. So, I, I, I forgot that. So that's in my – that's in the rear view for me. But the point is there's going to be offense. There's going to be plays. I mean, there should be some good defense too. They're, they're, they're two basic – they're playoff teams. You know what I mean? And speaking about running backs, you know, you have they cut the Nell Pomfrey, who signs with the Detroit Lions, which I, I don't understand that. Um, and a surprising move, they cut Josh Adams and they keep Wendell Smallwood, which I really thought that I, that that, in, that intrigues me a little bit to figure out what what the dynamic is there. I, I'm not sure because, uh, you know, to me, Smallwood has done nothing. And he showed me nothing. He shows you those quick burst flashes every now and then but you know if that's if he has like a a wide gap to run through if he has to create his own space he's never going to do it so i'm not sure about that move uh the rugby player malata he he makes the team which i think is a huge deal um you know because he just keeps looking better and better and better he he reminds me you know reminds me that um the movie with uh uh with uh about the uh the left tackle um uh, with Sandra uh, Bullock was yeah, in it. I know what you the mean. blind side yeah uh, Michael Orr right so he just remind he just shows me that he could be that dominant um it's scary it really is if this guy can develop um he could be a beast he really can so a lot of you know interesting obviously you know that the way they're going to go about it um, you know, they're short on linebacker in the beginning because Brad was obviously suspended for the first game. Jernigan starts off the season on injured reserve. Uh, they could bring him back halfway through the season. He had that back surgery. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things that's going to happen. Uh, but all in all, like you said, I'm ready for some football. I really am. I'm very optimistic. Uh, you know, when once Carson comes back and this team is ready to go, but I just think I don't. I don't have a good feeling. 
about this game. I, I don't. I don't think anyone does. Because I, 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 mean, I, 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 you... I don't know. Is it a hangover? Do, you, do we feel they're not really prepared? I don't know what it is. I just don't feel good about this game. Well, even the Vegas line has been trending in the same direction. Yes. You know what I mean? And what, what, not to take out the words of Mike Missanelli, the line's telling you something, yeah. right? Yeah. The line's telling you something. And, and look, I mean, I, I don't even – I'll tell you what. It, let, let's just say the Falcons win. I do, I do not want to listen to any – any of the Philly sports talk because there's going to be guys that are just yeah they are you know what I mean just I uh, because you have to realize this is one game think about this and I mean we're here week one everybody's itching everybody wants it you know what I mean to be here but when you're midway through the season and like a lot of a lot of the way uh, NFL teams look at it they break it up into quarters. You got four games, four games, four games, four games. You know what I mean? You don't look at it as 16 games or this week. You got this chunk. You got this chunk. You got this chunk. Look, with all the injuries and everything, you may start out a little slow. Even if you go five or, you know, you go two and two in the first four games, that's fine. You start hitting all cylinders and you go three and one and you go three and one. Then you go three and one. Boom. There you go. You're 11 and five. So I mean, a slow start. Sometimes it happens. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But, but I'm. I think the trend is looking like the Falcons. The Falcons. But hey, who knows? Who know? I mean, it's not like Foles can't do it. You know what I mean? You don't no. know how crisp anybody is. This is this is week one. You know what I mean? You don't know that Matt Ryan's on point right now. You don't know. Who knows what's going to happen? No, it's a good point. I just and the defense could still shut down the run game. If you shut down the run game, I mean, anything can happen. Well, you know, you you figure you have to shut down Freeman, right? You have to shut down Julio. You have to shut down Calvin Ridley. They still got Muhammad Sanu. They 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 have a decent nucleus right there. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, granted, you know, our defense hasn't been battle tested yet, And, and like I said, we have no Bradham. So I guess you're going to get, you know, Gruger Hill and, you know, Nate Jerry's going to play, um, which I'm not thrilled about, who I, I have no confidence in. Uh, you know, Jordan Hicks is going to have to be the man. They're probably going to drop, you know, Malcolm Jenkins in that spot for half of the game. So, I listen, I just, I didn't feel anything from the preseason. And I know it's just preseason, but I also don't know how to feel because I never won a freaking Super Bowl. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. Like, am I supposed to just be lax and say, "Ah, we're good," or am I supposed to be concerned that Nick Foles in a preseason throwing up ducks in a double coverage and looks like he he doesn't know how to throw the ball anymore? Yeah. What am I supposed to be concerned about? That's what bothers me. Well, I don't know what to do here. Wentz is a starter, so the goal is to get to week three and not be zero and two. And I think that's a very formidable goal. Uh, you know, I, I think it's it's very achievable. Right. I, you know, oh, Tampa Bay stinks. Right. Tampa stinks. Right. So if that's what you do, I mean, remember, Foles is the number two. It's not like, you know what I mean? And there, you have a reason why. I mean, your number one receiver is not there. Your number one quarterback's not there. I mean, that alone, I'm sorry. You take Ben Roethlisberger out and Le'Veon Bell out for the first two weeks, how do you think they're going to do? Ah. Or, you know what I mean? Or, or A.B. and Bell. You know what I mean? A.B. and Ben. It's not you take any team, take out Phillip Rivers and Keenan Allen. You know what I mean? Take out Manning and Odell. None no team is gonna actually the Eagles are better off with Foles 
and whatever than basically I would say thirty one other teams. Wow. You think who, so? Who what other team in the NFL could lose their starting quarterback and their number one receiver and not be basically devastated by it? Which uh, back which backup do you count on if they don't have a Bridgewater? number one? I don't know. That's but that's my point. So no, you're right. I mean, you're, you're right. still I, in the I, best shape that you could be, and I the see. goal is get Wentz back, get no, Jeffrey I, I back, get it. and I get it. you hit you hit. I'm spoiled, man. Well, Listen, I I'm spoiled you. now. <laughs> Here, I, I do. I do have a question for you though, because I I've had a I've actually had about four different people asking me for draft help over the past like weekend. <laughs> okay, and and so my question to you, and you know. I drafted Aguilar in my one league. I like now, Aguilar. Now, the question is, look, we know what Foles has looked like. Right. Now, with Foles playing and no Jeffrey, you got Wallace, you got Aguilar, you got, you know, Ertz, Goddard, and the running backs. Wh- who do you see as the leading receiver and how much? Like, what do you think Foles is going to pass for? Like, is any are any of those guys worth – I mean, I would, I would think Ertz still gets – his the same thing or maybe a slight uptick but does anybody really do they gain anything because you're kind of no. Foles isn't quite a went spot and I don't think anybody with this team the way they spread the ball around I don't think anybody gains anything does Aguilar I, start I, I the flex I think you? he has to if, if you have him in if you have him to start in the flex you start him because I, he showed last year he had a lot of games where he was like seven for 80, you know, mm-hmm. eight for 90. So, and if you're your flex and you're in a PPR, like you're talking 15 to 20 points, that's great. Right. So, I, you know, I think they're going to go double tight end sets a lot with Goddard and Ertz. You're going to have Aguilar in there. Um, obviously, you have Mike Wallace, but Mike Wallace hasn't really, that's another thing. How, what what what's your take on Mike Wallace? I mean, he, you you had Mike Wallace in Pittsburgh, yeah. okay? He went to Baltimore. He went to Miami, right? We know who Mike Wallace is, but right. one catch, four yards in the preseason. Well, do we take that as a veteran saying I'm good, or another Tory Smith who we thought was going to come here and you know basically spin back the wheel, so to speak, to his Baltimore days and never happened? I mean, is that what we're kind of doing, with Mike Wallace? Too? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's he, I don't see him being a possession guy you know what i mean it ain't That's, like he's gonna be out there catching ball no, like tons speed of balls guy. so if he has no speed if he has no speed left uh you know we kind of we got somebody from the bargain bin again so yeah uh, I, I, I listen i don't know how this is going to go but speaking of receiver you know i gotta mention well, this oh yeah can uh, we mention andre carter i think i gonna mention well, andre carter uh, yes i'll give five seconds uh, 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 just letting you know that my fantasy draft uh, has begun uh, yes, and we speaking got, of yes. receiver, Antonio Brown went number two overall. So who went number one overall? Gurley, and then David Johnson three, and we're on the clock. So I'm at so pe- so I'm at right pick now. 11. Right, what, what's the name of the league? Can you, can you oh, show? this this is the uh, this is my game day league. Okay, so as we're on the air right now, you know, as John comes up on the clock, we're going to go live to John and pick his brain. We'll see. We're going to this. Is what we're going to do? We're going to see who's left. He's going to give us an idea who's left, who went right before him, and then we're going to then we're going to see who he picks. See what kind of strategy the guru over here has. But you know, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to Andre Carter. Okay, while John's looking at his notes, the reason why I got to do that is DeAndre Carter finally made it. Right, he's been cut six times. He's a five eight, 
five feet undrafted free agent out of Sacramento State, 2015, and he made the team. And I think it's phenomenal. I do because this is that one of those guys you can kind of get behind. This isn't, you know, I know he's going to do a lot of kick returns and a lot of special teams. Okay, but to me, this isn't Jeremy Bloom. This isn't this guy you just picked up off the slopes and you say, "Hey, buddy, throw your goal, you know, throw your medals in, throw your trial runs in, going out of bunny slopes, and you're going to be our returner." No, this kid's actually legitimate. He, you know, he played with his heart, and you could tell he's got a lot to learn. But hey, listen, he he's going to be serviceable, and for a team that wants to make another Super Bowl run, you need cheap, young, serviceable people, right? So. Hey, listen, there's a reason why Malcolm Jenkins restructured his cap number and saved the Eagles $6.1 million. Hello, Carson Wentz, right? We've seen the Aaron Rodgers numbers out there. We've seen what, no. it, we, right? we, we see what these quarterbacks are going for. So we know it's going to be $30-plus million for Mr. Wentz. So in order to pay Mr. Wentz, we need young, controllable players, and I think DeAndre Carter is one of them. Someone he can help with special teams, like I said, and can be a good kick returner. See what happens. Yeah, I mean, the story, it's an awesome story, you know what I mean? And you know the guy has heart. I mean, not to compare his his ceiling to Steve Smith, but, I mean, Steve Smith, a, I mean, he was a little beast of a firecracker, Steve you know what Smith. I mean? Now you're really – I love me some Steve Smith. Yeah, so – but. I don't know. I'm almost up on the Clark here. Or, yeah, Clark. Clark? On the, uh, yeah, on the Clark. On the clock. Barkley just went at uh, number nine. Uh-oh. Number nine. So you're 11, right? I'm 11. And Dalvin Cook just went, which leaves four. Wow, Dalvin Cook went 10? Yeah. How? Which, and it? Odell just went, or no, Cook went nine. Odell went 10. So now you're on the clock. I'm on the clock. And how much time do you have? I got a minute 15. Well, we're going to let John so take we, his pick. You, you just do your thing, and then we, then we can kind of, you know. Oh, here, let me tell you what I'm looking at. Look, I see I see three running backs head and shoulders above the rest, Hunt, Gordon, and Fournette. All right, I see those as three backs. I got 11, then there's back-to-back, and then me. So, do I just go Julio Jones right now and call it a day? I think you got to go overall value. Overall value, I got Hunt. I'm not a Hunt guy. Who do you have, Fournette? I like Fournette. I just think Hunt catches a few more balls. I like McCaffrey. Well, I know Julio will probably be gone. So I'm just looking at, I, at if I'm the value. if I'm right there is, is Julio an upgrade over? I know you're a big Michael Thomas. I'm guy. a huge Michael Thomas guy. Is but, he a, is he more of an upgrade over that? Then let's say uh, Hunt is over Gordon. Uh, yeah, I say I mean? or Fournette over Gordon, whatever. I like Gordon. I think Gordon Gordon catches all, more balls than Hunt and Fournette. So for me, I'm a Gordon. I, I'm I'm taking Julio and hoping that I get one of those three backs on the way back. And that's exactly what I just did. See that? See, see, and, and you think that we would fight each other with these draft strategies here. I'll tell see, you. But this is the way you have to think when yes. drafting. When I helped I help my one buddy, uh, shout out to Billy Gorilla from Pittsburgh. Gorilla. Get, give him a shout out. But, yeah, I was helping him out. And, you know, I'm going through the logic. You know what I mean? So there went Kareem Hunt and Fournette. So I'll take my uh, Melvin Gordon with Julio Jones and I'll be a happy kid.
So it's funny that you mentioned that. And being we're on this, we might as well just start talking fantasy a little bit right here. And we'll get back to the NFL. So my draft was Friday of last week. And I picked number nine. I got a 10-man team. Now, a lot of people are, are going to hit me for this because, but I need to explain myself. I draft on a tier system, okay? I draft on overall value, not not position. I draft on value. So I come up at number nine, and I swore I knew I was taking Christian McCaffrey at nine. Mm-hmm. I Now, again, this is a 10-man league. This is a PPR league, okay? So I come up at number nine. So now I'm thinking Christian's right there. So I know the guy next to me, he's got 10 and 11. So I'm like, all right, where do I go? Where do I go? Where do I go? So I look at my receiver board. My rankings, my number two overall receiver is DeAndre Hopkins. He's sitting there. So McCaffrey, in my rankings, was my number four back, if you could believe that. I believe that. Okay. You've been talking him up. I, I, well, year, listen, yes. PPR, he, you know, he's a monster. I hear you. So four to two. I took Hopkins, okay? I took Hopkins. The guy after me takes Kareem Hunt and Christian McCaffrey back-to-back. I come back with Melvin Gordon. So, to me, I'm ahead of the game. I went value. Absolutely. Right? So, if I take McCaffrey there, then this guy's probably going to take Hunt and Gordon. So, I cut about McCaffrey Thomas. So, really, does it really matter? It's McCaffrey Thomas or Hopkins Gordon. I mean, basically, is what... To me, I think you win-win on right. on the Hopkins Gordon on both because I'm higher on Gordon. Are you're high on Gordon than McCaffrey? Yeah. Okay. I mean, not. I, I mean, you're. I don't even know. I got them crossed off now, but you're talking eight versus ten. Like I got them all in the same. I still have. I still have McCaffrey just outside. He's. I think I have him eleven because I have Cook ten. Okay. And I think Gordon might be nine. Okay. So it's like Gordon Cook and then McCaffrey. I cook. I still don't. I still don't believe that the workload of the number of touches that they're saying he's going to get is going to be there. Plus, their offensive line is in shambles. I just. I don't know. I'm not questioning his receiving abilities. I just. I just don't know how much he's going to actually chip in in the rushing game and rushing touchdowns. On top of let's there's just that. Say, there's that touchdown word. <laughs> John's laughing. There's the touchdown. You, you, I don't think you can go by touchdowns. I'm just saying. Can't go by touchdowns. I, I, I want to go back to the NFL real fast. Khalil Mack. First thing oh. you're thinking with that deal. As soon as I saw it, I was at a wedding on Saturday, I think, when it happened. And I'm with four of the guys or five of the guys that are in the league. I said, dude, I'm drafting the Chicago Bears as my number two defense like in our draft. No question. I, I mean, that uh, two first-round picks, I mean, first of all, Gruden is, I mean, he is clean and shot. He's getting rid of whatever. He's building his team basically from the ground up. You know what I mean? And that's what this trade absolutely shows. So Oakland is going to be struggling big time. I mean, their defense was struggling, struggled last year. You lose this. I mean, two first-round picks. I don't get it. I, I, I Listen, and, and I'm a Gruden guy. I am firmly on record. That before Doug, even when they hired Doug, I was all Gruden'd up. I wanted Chucky here. I wanted him as the head coach. I was ready for Chucky. I don't get this move at all. Because 
you're taking over a team who two years ago was phenomenal, had a great run, and then last year was an up-and-down year. And now, for the most part, you have a young, a young nucleus, right? And you take your best, your best, your cornerstone, franchise, defensive player, and you get rid of them? For the life of me, I don't understand that at all. And then, not only do I don't understand the move from a a, a a field standpoint, but what about a locker room standpoint? You got guys like Derek Carr wondering, what the yeah. hell is going on here? Yep. So, uh, you know, is this going to be a, a, another case where maybe they gave him too much power? I mean, it it could be. I mean, I don't know. You got to see how it plays out. I mean, they brought they brought Gruden back for what he's known for, and I mean, look, he did it with the Raiders. You don't know how much that was his coaching versus the talent and the players that were given to him. I don't know what that locker room's like. I mean, when it comes to holdouts and Gruden stance and the front office and the player, I mean, there's so many things going on. But I mean, the decision was made. I mean, you lose you lose your best defensive player on a defense that pretty much stunk. You got picks, but I mean, I will say Gruden has a leash. You know what I mean? It ain't look. He has a leash. They didn't just sign him this year. Like they could go, they could go two and fourteen, and it don't even matter. Like his job is safe, especially with with making that trade for two first rounders. You know he's around for at least another two years until all that stuff comes through to fruition i don't know what his contract is but i'm just saying look do i think it was a smart move no is he maybe a genius and knows what he's doing maybe but i wouldn't have made the move i i see no reason to to do that you know what i mean when you have a player of that caliber well here's the thing they do have what's two years before they go to vegas so i mean i i then they're gonna have all the money in the world anyway it's not gonna matter but I you know it's just I I just remember we talked about this like about you know four weeks ago and I said there's something odd going on right and I said there's something there's something odd. I talked me and Coach Dave disagreed a little bit and I said there's something odd going on because this guy has nobody's heard nothing from him you haven't heard anything about him his name wasn't brought up nobody asked about him, nobody talked about him. then all of a sudden Gruden came out and said we're gonna put our best uh, effort for we need Khalil Mack here. Something happened. I don't know what, but I'll be damned, man. The Bears just made, to me, the best investment they could have made. And I know people are like, two first-round picks. That doesn't matter. You're, you're treating Khalil Mack as a number one pick. Basically, you're saying this. Oh, yeah. I just, tra- I, right? You're just, I mean, a the guy's job, right? A guaranteed. A guaranteed. Um, absolutely. I mean? This isn't taking a flyer on the defensive end, and on, you know what I mean, at pick 10 and it never pans out. I mean, you, this is a known commodity that you're getting. I mean, what I see it from the Chicago point of view, I mean, they must have a heck of a lot of confidence in the guys that they have that they're building around, like Trubisky, the Anthony Miller. I love Trubisky. The Allen Robinson. They got Burton. But I'll tell you, to give up two first-round two first round picks you got to have a lot of confidence that Trubisky is your guy yes because those you don't just give that up if you're still screwing around trying to figure out who your quarterback of the future is you know what I mean well that that's exactly right so and, and that's my point my point is 
You gave up two first-round picks, but in essence, you gave up one because you're basically saying you're going to the draft next year. You already have your, like you said, I'm sold. Trubisky's my guy. We're going for it with Mitch, right? So my number one pick next year is Khalil Mack, right? That's basically what you said. My Your number one right. pick next year is Khalil Mack. So if Trubisky is the guy, that nucleus you just built in Chicago, I'll tell you what, man. You know, and we're going to get to some NFL predictions later. I'm a really big Bears fan this year. Well, speaking of the Bears, I, I, I got five picks till me and Jordan Howard still sitting out there. I don't know how or why, but he, he ain't going to last. Jordan Howard, he's one of them guys. He could be there in the eighth round, and I'm not touching him. I'll, I'll take him. Yeah, well, he well, stiffed I, me. I, you got the Tariq well, Cohen factor he, he's all the time. Now. Well, I hear you. I mean, I will say the coach was saying that uh, – that they were going to use them more on third downs. I don't know. What more do I need to hear? That's no more BS than them saying that they're going to give McCaffrey 25 touches a game. You know what I mean? I mean, Ready? I see. Saying, it, hold it's on for coached, a second. It's preseason coach talk is what it is. I see this You don't stat. know what's true and what's not. North Turner, in the seasons he was the offensive coordinator, and, and, and I'm trying to think of what – what teams they were? It spread out the four. One of the, I think, the four teams. We had San Diego, Minnesota. Oh, I can't remember Washington. Yeah, I think so. And so, eight hundred and twelve passes. His running backs caught man, eight hundred twelve, bro. This guy is a machine when it comes to running backs and distribution. So. For you to tell me that McCaffrey can't go from 80 to 85 is is insane. So, listen, that's my point. You go to Chicago, you look at that offense out there, and and you brought up Trey Burton. Trey Burton to me, well, Trey Burton is a guy who's going to go under the radar, who reminds me of, I'm going to say it, reminds me kind of like of an Evan Ingram kind of player. Okay, I know he's a couple years older, but this kid can play, man. I'll tell you what, of, of all things on the Bears outside of Jordan Howard, which I have not been a Howard guy, but this year I am. I haven't gotten him yet in any, in any of my drafts. But I'll tell you what, the one that I feel the most confident in is Burton. I feel like that is – Trubisky got a good tight end to dump down to, check down. He's, he got good speed, good hands, physical guy. I mean, I, I see that as the most, like, the number one thing. I don't know how Allen Robinson's going to do. Anthony Miller. Oh, he's coming and, off a big injury. And, and Robinson's who, coming off an injury, yeah, right? But they also got Anthony Miller, who's supposedly the most polished rookie receiver out of the class. And who's there? They got another guy that they signed. I've, I forget why I keep – I've been forgetting his name for two days now, three days. They signed another receiver. I don't know. Chicago did? Yeah, Chicago had some yeah, – Well, because Meredith, right. Meredith went to New Orleans right. – so they, I don't know who yeah. it is. It's another cast off. But no, Anthony Miller's a, 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 a very intriguing name as well. So, you know, you see what they're doing out there, right? You see what they're doing. So I'm, I, I think this is a big year for Mitch. I really do. I really, really do. But, you know, while we're there, why don't we just talk We talk about NFL? Well, I, I draft check in. Yeah, go ahead. We'll so, get, uh, yeah, hook it we up. Got, we draft got, check uh, in, baby. You know, going in the third round, we got uh, first pick of the third round. We had Tyreek Hill, Kenyon Drake, Mike Evans was still hanging out there. Third pick of the third round, then Lashawn McCoy, Jordan Howard, Lamar Miller, T.Y. Hilton, 
and your boy Zach Ertz, he uh, he went pick eight around three. Now, do you have to start a tight end? Yes. Okay. And uh, we just had Royce Freeman. Wow, everybody's loving them some Royce Freeman. Yep. You a Royce Freeman guy? I mean, if the price is right, I mean, I think he's skyrocketed up so far. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that he's going to actually be a value anymore. Um, I will say, when there were three picks, the guy that I'm still looking at that is out here is Alex Collins, and I got one more pick till it's me. If I could get Alex Collins, I'm a happy guy. You like Alex Collins that much? Like yeah. You used to see John. John's got the finger on the trigger yeah. over here. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald just went. and uh, He's a steady guy. Fitz is steady. I, I have Fitz on two of my leagues already. Yeah, I can't. Steady. He keeps falling and falling, and I'm seeing all these other guys go. And you know what? I don't care. To, look, they're still going to hit him the ball. I mean, it's either David Johnson or Larry Fitz. You could talk about uh, Kirk all you want. They got rid of, you know what I mean? They got rid of uh, Bryce Butler. Look, they ain't got name and had a tight end in how long? You know what I mean? <laughs> I, it's either David Johnson or Larry Fitz. That's it. And I don't no, know. I, I don't know what, what knucklehead's going to throw give, it to him. Can I give but, you a name? Yeah, go ahead. J.J. Nelson. Oh, I like yeah. J. I'm just, yo, I, sleeper pick this year, J.J. Nelson. For whatever reason, I put J.J. Nelson oh, with go. Jerron Brown and John Brown. <laughs> like it's just it was it's always who's up who's who's beside. But that was Larry last Fitz. year because John Brown's now the guy in Baltimore. So right, now you only have Jerron. But yeah, actually, I don't even think Jerron. Jerron's not there no, either. I don't think Jerron's. Wow. I could be wrong. Don't quote. That me just on shows that. you but, how much I care about Arizona. But you know, is it going to be Sammy Sleeves? All right, so uh, we, he's on we, the clock. We, we got Alex Collins, then it went Jarvis Landry and Aaron Rodgers, first quarterback off yeah, the Yeah, he, he was the first quarterback in my draft as well. I mean, the Magic Man, you kind of can't get no, go no wrong with the Magic Man. So what do I have here? I got, uh, so I got Julio, I got Gordon, and I got Alex Collins. I got a minute on the clock. So running backs, you got a Jai Henry, Lynch stinks. Yeah. I do. I do. I, I took Lynch in the fourteenth round. Ingram's there, but it's too early for him. He's getting overdrafted. He'll Mark Ingram. Yeah, he's just plain and simple getting overdrafted. I know the potential's there. I know he's a good running back, but people are paying too high of a price. You you don't draft him as a starter. You got to get your starting lineup in. So I'm looking at. I see uh, Omari Cooper, Doug Baldwin, Thielen, who I am not a fan of. Greg Olson's out there. I ain't going quarterback. Can't go quarterback. Yeah, it's too early. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna go against the grain. I don't. I like hedging my bets. So uh, even though I'm down on him, I'm gonna take uh, Adam Thielen. I'm not a big fan. I like. I think Diggs is gonna outperform him, but. Uh, I do when I do multiple multiple leagues. I don't like putting too many eggs in one basket. Once I have like x x number of shares of a certain guy, I I like Doug Baldwin. I think I have Doug Baldwin and Larry Fitz as my number two and number three on that, two of my teams. Which so is, what's the so you uh, so let me ask something. Are you worried about Baldwin with the I'm knee? Not, I mean, uh, not not as my number two or number three. No. If I if I'm taking that guy as my number one, yeah, and that's one of the things I think a lot of people don't realize in drafts. It's not just about a player. It's not just looking at a draft board. You got to realize where this guy 
fits in in your lineup. If I have three running backs and one receiver, the receiver, if I'm going receiver next, it, I need to know what my lineup looks like because I'm drafting based on what I need. If I need a slow, if I need a steady starting running back as my number two, I'm going to pick one guy versus going with a potential flashier option that's like a, a boomer bust type of guy. You can't do that when you're playing around with your number two no, back. No, you have to lock those things in. So depending on, you know, I don't care if it's pick sixty. It doesn't matter if it's pick 60. It's what does your team have? What is the makeup of your team? Whether or not you could go for that flashy guy or you need that slow and steady. I you agree. Know? I completely So, agree. like I said, Doug Baldwin, Larry Fitz, same thing. I mean, if I could get those, I mean, the yeah, what did I have? I got, uh, yeah, I got Keenan Allen, Doug Baldwin is my number two. Yes, I'm happy with that. My other one, I got, I got uh, Mike Evans. I got Fitz as my number two. Happy with that. And by the way, I got Aguilar as my number three in both of those. Nothing wrong with that, man. Not, nothing wrong with that oh, at you're all. Play, hey, uh, look, for the first couple of weeks, I'll take him. I, I, I took Baldwin. I, you know, he, he was sitting there, man. I, you know, I, yeah. I, it, again, it, it's value. You know what right. I mean? I mean, I, I started off the draft. I started off the draft Hopkins, Gordon. Uh, I have I, – I took Amari Cooper. I got then I took Doug, took Doug Baldwin in the fourth. I'd say you know I'd take Al Robinson in the fifth, Emmanuel Sanders in the sixth. How can I, I go wrong with these guys? Allen Robinson just went ahead of Doug Baldwin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean you know, you, you know I mean it, t- to me I mean I, listen there is a ton of value in a receiver position this year a ton yes there, I mean more than I've ever yep. seen it before so. For for you to hurry up, I mean, you could stack receivers like crazy. Yep. You know, so I know why people are like, "Oh, I'm going back heavy," but my problem is I, the backs to me. You just need one. You just need one. I I, I think there's guys, and, and you may not you may not agree. But I think Our there's, first disagreement of the show this far in. I mean, that's I, pretty darn yeah. good. <laughs> that doesn't happen too often. You know what I mean? No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. But I a guy like. Barber out of Tampa Bay, a guy like Bilal Powell, you know, in a PPR league from the Jets, who, who, who you know, a, a guy like Carlos Hyde, you know, these guys, they're, they're formidable picks. They really are. I mean, I really like Barber. Well, I, and I, I'll, I'll put actually those three guys in complete different categories. I think Hyde is going to be a number two. Barber is going to be a number three. And Powell, I don't even want on any of my teams. He won't be on a team. But I really, I'm I'm a big believer in Hyde this year. I don't know. I just am. I I don't. I ain't worried about Chubb. I mean, he might take some garbage time here or there. And I, I'm not saying Hyde's going to play 16 games. But I I mean, I somewhat agree with you. Yes, there are definitely some fines later. But I mean, they're hit or miss. I mean, I I think there's I me personally, I always feel like I draft well in the back end. And that's what I that's what I said in one of the drafts I was in, and uh, I, I basically got harassed for saying it. But I could see why drafting well. I could see why. But um, no, I mean that's where your big values are. I mean, there's so many guys out there. You take a flyer, you know. What I mean, you take a flyer. I'll tell you, Jordan Wilkins. You get a Jordan Wilkins. You get an AP Alfred Morris, Briada. You get you know Chris what I mean? Thompson. 
Chris Thompson. Yeah, I love right. Chris Thompson. I mean, you got all these. I mean, there's there's guys out there that you could get, and it also depends what you need. If you're sitting there, if you have a Mark Ingram, you go and get Jamal Williams, who's guaranteed the starts because Aaron Jones is suspended the two weeks. So you're covering. Get the Wilkins, where if Mac's not playing, Wilkins is starting. Get a James Conner. Who knows what you know? What I mean, that what Le'Veon Bell situation, right? The, right? The bottom line is, so you—that's where the balancing out of the roster is. Look, if I know I got a guy that's going to be out for two weeks, all I need is a guy that's going to plug in for those two weeks. You know what I mean? And then you're guaranteed the start. You're right. You're right. You know, it's yeah, you know, it's it's funny, man, because I think about as we talk about all this fantasy football talk, and I I think about how it relates to the Eagles, and I think to myself and say, you know, I don't ever remember an Eagles team being so fantasy relevant before ever i mean when you had mcnab and you had to and you had b west right but you have a lot of guys now they're getting beside you had to have three now you got like four or five guys getting drafted i will say i had my uh my first philly draft and oh my overdraft <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> oh my overdraft that's all i gotta say for this year uh, yeah i mean uh, Look, I like him just as much as the next guy. And, I mean, I see it in the same thing in my Pittsburgh league with Pittsburgh guys going. I you mean, the it homer. happens. The when homer. You, when you, yeah, but when you got uh, you got 11 different guys that, that are from the same town, you know what I mean? One of them, three of them are going to be a homer. I mean, and they were just a little bit – they reached a round or two ahead. But if that's the guy you want and you really believe in it, go for it. But that's a I, homer. I got a guy in my draft. He took Wentz, Jeffrey – Ertz, Jake Elliott, and he ended the draft by drafting Brent Selleck out of oh out of goodness. out of respect. Uh, uh, yeah, out of respect. And he said, "You know, he'll drop him later and pick somebody else up." But again, that's a lot of that. My thing is, I have a hard time picking two guys on the same team, let alone four or five. Yeah, I mean. I'm not. I, you know, that's a hard thing to do. I mean, you can only start so many people. You never want that many. No, you, I mean that, quarter, I, quarterback receiver combo. Fine with that. I mean, even if you got the if you have a running back and a number one receiver, they happen to be on the same team. I mean, so be it. I mean, you can't you can't get too crazy with it. I mean, if, even if if you have to start Lamar Miller and you have DeAndre Hopkins, it's not something that you have to necessarily avoid. You know no, what I mean? No. Obviously, Odell and Barkley, Bell and Brian. I mean, there's there's guys Fitz and David Johnson. I mean, there, there's guys out there, but but yeah, you can't start. You go with three of them. Now you're now you're just ki- you're killing. It's it. overkill, man. It's just too much. It's just too much. You know, it's absolutely too much. But by the way, Mark Ingram uh, went in the fourth round, pick seven. See, I think that's early. It is, and that's what I'm. That's exactly my point. Why you're suspended four games? You four can, games. Then you come back. You have a bye, and their schedule is is atrocious. They play so many so many of the tough defenses, but. I mean, the point is you can't take that guy when you only have three players on your team. No. And it's the same thing with Edelman. I'll bet you any money Edelman goes in the fifth round. Guarantee. You got to fill a roster out first, man. Or at least close to it. I mean, if if I get to the point where I have two running backs and two receivers, I might take a flyer on Ingram. Like, I mean, depend. like I'm talking... Fifths, I probably wouldn't even do it then. You know what I mean? But now you're at least talking that, that this potential, not and with I, three players. And I on think Kamar is going to have a strong, strong, a strong hold on that job anyway. I told you he's fallen outside of the top ten running backs this year. 
That was my bold prediction. That's right. It was. You're not a big Kamara guy. No. no. And he went fifth in my draft. It's crazy. I've and I've been seeing him slip. He was he was there, there he was in the conversation like is he top four like I'm talking in June July right. whatever early and now I see him like slipping even he's some, a, sometimes in the di- second he's a, round he's a, he's a dynamic player man he's a dynamic player but speaking of you know get back to some regular football I think and uh, we're gonna get to our uh, our this week we have a new segment and it's gonna be the end every week it's gonna be the heat gauge where we talk about you know, we pick three guys that are going to raise the bar, raise the temperature, so to speak, and three guys are kind of going to cool everything off and lower the temperature this week. So uh, we'll get to them shortly because we, we, we only have so much time in the show, and we don't want to disrupt John from his uh, fantastic draft strategy. I, I could do this with my eyes. Ah, see, here we go. I won, I won this league last year. Uh, this is like child's play. Child's play. But – what would I? And we're going to get to our predictions, um, for conferences. But do you have a a one team, like a surprise team this year? There's always that that one team. Like I I'll, I'll tell you now, you know, for me, and we mentioned it earlier, it's the Bears. Okay, I'm a big Bears fan this year. I really am, and so much that I think they wouldn't ever see North. And I don't think a lot of people are picking them to do that. Okay, I know it's tough. Okay, because you you know you got to go through Green Bay. I get it, but I'm just I I I have a feeling that everything's gonna click this year uh, for Green Bay. I really I mean for uh, for Chicago, I really do. Oh, they need everything to come together. I mean, of course, we, we just talked about you know what I mean the, the right the trade. Hey, these are like bold surprise, man. I mean, you know what I mean? Hey, look. I mean, I'm I'm looking I'm feeling at, it. I'm looking I'm feeling at my my projections. I mean, I'll tell you what. Do we see the second coming of a, a tough, tough Denver defense that can carry a team with a Royce Freeman and a Case Keenum managing the game? He did it in in, uh, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Dig Steelen, Thomas Sanders. You got a running back. Yes, you as do. As long as you have a middle-of-the-pack offense, you get that defense. I mean, I – I don't know how far of a reach that is, but I got Denver making the playoffs this year at nine and seven. Wild card, not hey. division winner. Hey, I got division winner AFC West, baby. Yeah, Denver. Denver. Yes, I am a Case Keenum believer this year. I really am. I think he's got a lot to prove, and he, you know he's a game manager, and I think that's all they need out there in Denver. You know, with the right defense that they have in place. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm liking what Denver did. I, I, I really am. How about? A team that's going to disappoint. Have you? I mean, I mean could be a lot. Yeah, of you teams. said Chicago. I mean, gee, the disappoint got got to be Oakland after getting rid of. I mean, if they had any hope of, I mean, you have to at least be competitive. If they're if they're giving up points left and right and playing from behind like that, what's Marshawn? Speaking of Marshawn Lynch, he just went, but what's he going to do if they got to play from behind yeah, because because they're they're playing down. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I think I think Oakland is a big loser. I mean, Buffalo's gonna stink. Uh, Dallas, I see it six and ten. Sorry, oh, really? Sorry, Dallas. <laughs> I see it six and ten. I, I'm not a big Dallas fan at all. The defense ain't there, ain't there. Not the, this year. Uh, receivers aren't there. I don't know du- or Dak's ability to uh, to really be a passer in the NFL. I mean, he he's a decent game manager. I mean, Zeke's there, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Now, uh, you know, my, my, my team I'm going to go with is, is Tampa Bay. And the reason why I say disappointment, because I, I think they're going to stink. I do. And, you know, that, listen, that team was built around, to me, three guys. That team was built around on the offensive side of the ball, Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, and O.J. Howard. Okay, so my thing is Jameis has just destroyed any hope they have in that franchise because he's not going to be the guy they thought he was. So now you're rolling Ryan Fitzpatrick out there. Are you kidding me? Like, this isn't a Gander Mountain commercial, okay? This is a, a real NFL football game here. And I don't want to hear about the Harvard education, all this stuff. And you know, he's a gunslinger, man. He's he's not he's not going to give you any. He's going to put up a, a you know one good game and throw four picks the next game. He's not a guy that's going to lead you to the promised land. So now they got to start all over. Now they got to start all over, right? They still got Deshaun out there. You know, he's not going to be happy. You know, he's going to be jumping up and down the sideline. Why nobody get me the ball? You know what I mean? You got too many mouths to feed with nobody throwing the ball. You know, you got too many mouths and no spoon. That's he got out there. So I, I see nothing good coming out of Tampa, man. Nothing. I hear you. I'm sorry. I, I'm just so bedazzled. You said uh, too, too, too many spoons or whatever. No, or too, there's, too, there's too, too many, many mouths, mouths coming out of one spoon. I see too many spoons coming <laughs> out of one mouth. Back to back picks. Round five, pick twelve, and round six, pick one. Jimmy Graham, Trey Burton. Uh, you got to go, Jimmy Graham. No, I mean the dude talking oh. back to back for two tight ends. You only start one. Correct. <laughs> That's a little strange. I don't know. I don't know if he's on auto pick or what the heck's going on, or if he hit. I don't know. That makes my life easier. Hey, listen. We don't have to. We, we don't have to draft the tight end in my league, and somebody drafted three. So and we and we talked last week about I, how there would probably only be six tight ends drafted in the whole. Some guy drafted three. So I mean, listen. I you know if, if you get the right nucleus and you get the you know, I, you know I I can't see in my league's a little different because of the flexibility of each position. So. Um, you know, with the full point PPR, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of, a lot of times you get a guy, you know, five for 80, 13 points, no TDs because you can't bank on TDs. Uh, it's still, <laughs> still consistent. You cannot bank on TDs. I agree with you 100%. You cannot bank on TDs. So are, are, are we going division winners? Are we yeah, doing this or are we doing our, I think we're running out of time here, aren't we? Yeah, we, we are. Not? I think we got to go gauge. We got to go gauge. We got to gauge our players. Yeah, we got to do the gauge. Uh, I mean, it, we, it, could, we, it, could do, we could do the division yeah. winners after week one. I mean, I, I, I agree. Mine's all sitting here. Yeah. Well, we already we took our teams. We, yeah. yeah, we did. We did. And, and so this segment is going to be called the heat gauge. These are the, the players. You know, we're going to pick each week. We're just going to pick three guys. Uh, you know, a quarterback, a running back, a receiver. They're ba- and, and, and receiver slash tight end. You know, whichever one you want to call it. Um, you know, because basically they're the three most important positions anyway. Uh, for fantasy football, obviously, I'm not ranking kickers. So, but uh, <laughs> you know, my guys, who I feel they're going to raise the temp this week. I don't know about John, but I'm going Cam Newton versus the Cowboys. Where I think Carolina destroys the boys this week. Christian McCaffrey, shocker, versus the Cowboys. I'm going, you know, double threat right there between him and C-Mac. And I'm going with Devontae Adams versus Chicago. They're the three guys I think are going to raise up the temperature this week. What about you? 
Well, I don't know. I, I mean, look at a week one matchup. So it's I mean, hard. Uh, it's a crack. We, wow. you, you, until week four comes around, you really don't know what you have. No, anyway. you don't. You don't. And, and yes, everybody out there, don't put too much weight into matchups in the first four weeks of the year. No, no, you can't. Although, I will put a little weight into Baltimore uh, playing at home versus Buffalo, um, who looks to be very bad. So, I, I'm going to go with <laughs> – I'm going to go with Joseph Flacco putting up a big what? game. Joe Flacco. See, you got to – hey, look, there's there's some people that go like, you know what I mean, with the – Joe Flacco is going to wow. put up a big game. Okay. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Sticking with the Baltimore Ravens, I'm going Alex going Collins. Alex Collins. Alex Collins. I'm you're telling like a, you. You're man crossed on uh, Alex Collins. I don't yeah, hey, as a Steeler fan, believe me, the last thing I want to do is tie yeah, the Baltimore Ravens. I know, but it is what it is. You can't draft with your heart; you got to draft with your head. No, you're right. You're right. And it's a good call. you know what? And another guy that hey, look, I really don't like this guy for the year, but I think Brandon Cooks is going to have a great week one. Everybody's going to say I told you so, and then he's going to he's going to fizzle he out. He ain't doing squat. <laughs> So I like the, I, that. I like that's, the that's my, those okay. are my. Uh, that's what I'm turning the heat up on for this week. What, what about your downturn? Oh, so, well, I mean, what's so, cold? What, I mean, so what's I'm lowering. Up? I'm lowering attempt this week on Marcus Mariota at the Miami Dolphins. Kenyon Drake Uh-oh. on the other side versus Tennessee Titans, and Marvin Jones against the New York Jets. They're Uh-oh. my three guys that I'm lowering Uh-oh. the tempo on. I'm not touching any of them. See, and this is where I'm. This uh, is here where we I'm go. Going, no, I'm going big time. I'm going. Uh, I'm going with some big time talent on the turndowns. Okay. Right? Quarterback, Jimmy G. Oh, why you got to mess with my boy Jimmy no, G? Look, I'm calling it like it is. I just, I they they're going up against Minnesota. They uh, ain't got their running back. I, I'm going with Jimmy G. As dude, temperature down. I'm going Lev Bell. Hold out a couple more days. Don't worry. Even if you do your physical and practice, if you think you're actually going to do anything worthy, think of the hammies fan- are, are going to tighten anything, up. Anything fantasy relevant in week one, you're crazy. Turn it down. Last one. Listen to you. Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. Uh, hey, look, the Giants got Jacksonville. All right. Even if Ramsey's sh- shutting down Odell. Which probably won't happen. Boye, I I think is going to lock down oh, Shepard. I like that. Look, I, I I that's my that's my downplay. No Shepard this week. I like that. So I went I went big time. Little Jimmy G and Lev Bell was turned down. I mean, hey, that's you know what I mean that that could be a quarterback and running back on anyone's starting team. That's a that that's interesting. I I didn't even think of that. That's a good one. I like that. I almost forgot that I was drafted. I like that. So, so, you know, we'll throw that out there. You know, we'll we'll post that on the Twitter page, you know, so everybody can kind of join in um, and see what everybody thinks that their guys who they gauge this week. Uh, we'll do this every week, and we'll have it up there, three guys on each side, and and see maybe you know maybe you know what we'll do. This is what we'll do. We'll make it kind of like a vote, you know, so to speak. Like, all right, these are John's guys. These are Tony's guys. What side? What, what side are you on? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know. See, see what happens. I think I'm going to get more votes anyway because people like Jigsaw a little better than John. I don't care what votes. I want to see the end results. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how many votes you get. I want to see the stat lines. 
But again, we're 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 gonna shut this down. We're running out of time. Um, and next week, just think, next week will be our first post Monday show. You know, obviously our show is on Wednesdays, but I'm just saying, you know, because Monday Night Football. So it'll be our first post NFL first weekend show. That, that, that almost takes me to reminisce to uh, episode one of oh. the heat ratio, which was right at the end of the regular season. Yeah, it was in December. Season. Yep. 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 Mid late December. So, yeah. Full circle. Wow, man. Full we were, circle. You know, back to the start. Way. We come a long way. 36. We're approaching that big 50 pretty soon, man. Uh, yeah. That's crazy. No, I, not, I, I'm not talking about your age. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. As, as soon as the episodes <laughs> get above our age, then it's all gravy. You know what I mean? Well, we're going to sign off, man. We, we appreciate it. We hope you liked the show this week. And, again, keep supporting us, man. It, it's been great. I mean, we love doing it. We got a lot of lot, lot of good feedback, and we just, you know, we just keep growing, growing, and growing. You know, you can catch me again. Always catch me Mondays, 405, com. Catch me Tuesday or Wednesday nights, phillyinfluencer.com. And, you know, get, me, get at me in the threads. I'm on Facebook all day long, on Twitter all day long. I'm your host, Tony Cotillo at TCotillo23. And as always, joined by and end it with my co-host, John Coker at PGH John 36. And everybody have a wonderful Wednesday. And I'm going to go help John finish his draft the right way. <laughs> he ain't touching my cues. <laughs> See you next week. Take care. <laughs>